Hello and welcome to the Tillage Edge with me, Shea Phelan. This is your regular update for all your tillage news and advice. The broken weather has led to a stop-start harvest with different levels of progress around the country. So I caught up with three advisors out there to see how the harvest is progressing in their areas. I spoke to Conor Cavanagh in Tipperary, to John Brophy in Louth, but first I spoke to Kieran Hickey to see how things were progressing in County Wexford. Very difficult at the moment, like the weather is very broken and, and in the age of precision farming and where we have so much control over everything, it really highlights the one thing we don't have control of is the weather. Um, now, the earliest spring barley around here, there was malton barley delivered um, the cabinets, um from that side. You're talking the Claham and Balacarney kind of area there, which would be early country, but that was at the end of July. So, you know, like to be cutting spring barley in July was uh, unusual, but yeah. it just goes to show you. Yeah, but it's, it's some spread like, you know, like um, we're now on what is it, the, the 18th of August. Like, so I'd say like we're harvesting for the last three weeks, but um, which is unheard of around here, because normally with the kind of firepower that is around this area now, you know, it, it has become a very dragged out uh, uh, fair enough you know so um uh, the crop the crop that has made the most progress out of the current cu- cutting would be the malt and barley right. and there was kind of two main sowing dates so the dry ground was sown you know at the very start of march kind of eighth of march in around that and the next sowing date was kind of the 22nd to the 26th of march and then there was another little bit then which was you know, the very end of March into the first week of April. In terms of what percentage of the barley is cut malt and barley versus wheat, what's the awareness? Uh, yeah. yeah, so up until about two days ago, like last week, I remember talking to both big malt and barley intakes and dials were on about 15% because the ground over that side would be a little bit and then cabinets were on about 30. But the way it's happening here at the moment is two days could double that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of... So I would imagine we're probably about maybe halfway maybe a little bit more on the malt the feed side of things uh, slower uh, wheat is very slow right okay they're just not making progress around here with wheat because moistures are are right. i was talking to one person you know and and he said that they were cutting the other day now to have a dryer but they were just they needed to get a feel out of it and it was 26 percent moisture right okay yesterday now we we had a spell of good weather and there was a, a guy local here to the office and he was cutting um and it was 19 percent. the kph was 74 um so like yeah so just moistures are are are, are, are problem, holding back you know? yeah. yeah that's why there's not really suiting wheat either because the mo- there's no real drying in in, in the that's in the, the problem yeah and the, the ground uh, look the, the, um connor and john will comment on this but like you know, the, the ground has gone moist enough, even for this area. And, and you yeah. know how free drain and the soil is around here. But like, you know, you'd see a bit of clay coming in on the trailers, like I yeah. feel like, you know, yeah. so yeah, it, it, it just, you know, from go back to winter barley time where it was 29 degrees and you were terrified that, you know, something was going to go up in the field to the stage now where, you know, there's no sun. You're trying to operate in no sun. Yeah, which is making things tricky. I'm going to move to Connor, Kieran. Um, Connor, in Tipperary, how are things going in Tipperary? You have a lot of early sown stuff down there too, I think, haven't you? 
Yeah, a lot of um, I suppose the early sown barley there was particularly for malt and barley. I suppose there's um, there's probably fifty to sixty percent of the spring malt and barley cut, and probably around maybe forty to fifty percent of the of the spring feed barley cut. Um, the winter wheat kind of a different story, kind of similar to to Kieran down Wexford. It's back back around maybe the 35 percent of the winter wheat in the county is cut, but um, what has been cut today it has been yielding very well, and and also grain quality has been very good. Uh, and some, I presume, the likes of oats, uh, winter oats, and oil seed are finished at this stage down your way, Connor, are they? Yeah, yeah. Win, uh, obviously, all winter barley, winter oats, and and winter oil seed rape has has been caught at this stage, and and uh, farmers have been very happy and merchants with the with the quality of uh, of the grain coming into them this year. Good. And quickly, John, up to you then. What were things progressing? You're normally that bit later up around Drogheda and Louth and Mead. What were things progressing up your neck of the woods? Yeah, things are progressing slowly, I suppose, maybe a little bit slower than what has been down the south. Um, you know, like the winter barley is done, lads have been very happy with yields and moisture and that. Well, I suppose once that was done, then you got a, a very quick slowdown. Um, the Isle Street rape at this stage is almost done, but there's probably still a, a small bit left to be done. Um, yields were varying, I suppose, on, on that, but um, overall, lads were happy enough. Moisture's come in very good. Um, and I was up your way on Monday evening, John, and there seemed to be very little winter wheat cut up your neck of the woods. Is that still the case, or what way is it now? Yeah, that's still the case. Like the last couple of days haven't been haven't been hectic. Um, moisture's are still remaining high in wheat. You know, maybe twenty one percent moisture. Lad, lads have been holding off on it, hoping maybe the weather will improve. Um, I think maybe there was a promise of good weather there this week, and lads were hoping it was going to come, but it's it's been very slow to take up. So they still have yet to get out to do it. Um, yeah. spring barley the same is slow there's a small bit of spring barley um, cut maybe up up the county on the lighter side especially maybe malt and barley um, but that's as much as has been done on that as well um, yields seem to be good on the malt and barley and it's passing for, for malt at the minute now, there's not much malt in the area but definitely wheat now they're just they can't wait to get going and you're just saying about yields John I know there's some reports of some fantastic yields down the country are you seeing good yields up here neck of the woods uh, we are, yeah, like I suppose a little bit early to tell, you know, maybe with not that much wheat cut, um, but I'm hearing guys talk maybe around four and a half tonne, maybe on the wheat, maybe four up to four and a half tonne. Um, I'd say the rate probably maybe 1.8 tonne, or maybe some of the backward crops that maybe got badly um, beaten due to weather and the cold and maybe pigeons there earlier on in the year, maybe struggled, maybe they're 1.2. And bushels and proteins and all that are okay up here in the woods. Yeah, the wheat's there so far, on it, as I said, it's early to say, but maybe bushels in around 75 um, on the wheat. Uh, the barley's are at 65. Um, spring barley's it's early to tell yet as well as to where bushels are with that. Um, proteins, uh, just on a small bit of, on the malt, and they have been passing for protein. Good. Uh, and down your neck of the woods, Connor, what were yields? And I'm hearing some particularly good wheat yields, I think, from coming down your neck of the woods. How are, how are yields going your way? Yeah, I suppose. Look, in um, I suppose uh, winter winter barley obviously done done very well. Any place that was practicing um a good rotation or after a break crop was doing was doing probably four to four and a half ton, which which was exceptional with with moistures coming in kind of anywhere between kind of twelve to to seventeen percent, which is which is which is very good. Um, but continuous winter barley ground was 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 back a small maybe three point seven to three point eight tons. But similar again, the the quality quality of the grain was uh, was 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 very good. Um, I suppose the spring barley then. I suppose look, 
there's, there's big variation between spring barley is there any kind of from 2.75 up to four what i'd say is probably going to average in around maybe three to three point three and a quarter tons which 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 would be good and um, there's, there's been absolutely no issue with um with any of the barley so far passing for martin if if uh, proteins are coming in kind of slightly lower than, than, than would have been expected around kind of 8.7 to, to 9.5. Um, then I suppose the the winter wheat then, I suppose uh, farmers are very happy with winter wheat this year. It, it, it's yielding very well anywhere, kind of from four and a quarter up to up to nearly five and a half tonnes. I'd say it's probably going to average over four and three quarter tonnes. And uh, the Odyssey rape then, similar to, similar to, to John up in the the northeast, there any of the crops that kind of got hampered or the, or got affected by the weather were down around kind of one point two to one point three. But um, some of the some of the better crops are are yielding up around kind of two to two point two tons. But I say the 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 winter ice rate would come in around maybe one point seven uh, tons. So most lads are happy down your neck of the woods of what's happened so far, anyway. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. been very happy, and even even uh, even winter oats. Then I suppose. Uh, surprisingly, some of the winter oats has done over four, four, four tons this year, which which would be exceptionally well. But I yeah. say it's pro- pro- probably averaging around maybe three, three point seven, three point seven five. Well, and is a similar picture in in Wexford, Kieran? Yeah, the the what Connor was saying there about the value of rotation, um, definitely ground has had a huge effect um, this year. Like anywhere you were close to let, let's say fresh land, let it be grass or let it be um, beans or, or rape or, or uh, organic manures. They just seem to have that little bit of extra thump in them, you know, that, that particularly in winter barley and, and, you know, just, you could see the value of that compared to let's say continuous type ground, you know, the big, I suppose, um, shock around here is, and it's not, it's mainly a malt and barley area, but you know, there is a share of winter oats being grown mainly due to kind of um, people being offered contracts, different kind of equine oats, this kind of stuff. And, 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 but the oats has done really, really well. And we weren't really expecting it because as the lads were saying there, like the weather, you know, yeah, there was quite yeah. a bit of cold weather here and, very dry conditions in April and you were wondering you know what crops were going to fare out the best and given that oats is prone to you know it doesn't like stress or whatever and all that but it seemed to come through that kind of period really well and um, yeah but like there's lots of four tons uh, of of winter oats which is really really unusual for this area like I know maybe over towards tip and that they, they would generally get very good yields of oats, but not not in this area. But that was probably the biggest highlight, pleasant yes. surprise so far. And yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. And I'm hearing really good, good yields of malt and barley down your neck of the woods in places as well. Is that true? Yeah, but the only thing I'd say about that is uh, the start, brilliant. You know, but you're talking about the, the big difference in barley this year in our area was the stuff that was sown on the eighth of March. It took two weeks for that to come up, and like the lads have mentioned it already, the, the impact of hardship on crops and everything like that. But those early sown crops on dry ground, they, they came up very quickly. They kind of got going before the cold weather really had a massive impact on them. The next sowing date, which was around the 25th of March, that took three and a half weeks to come up and even slower for the April sown. You can see that in the crops as you walk through them to this day. The stuff that was sown in March, got a ch- early March, got a, a chance to tiller. You're sitting on the combine, the header is full, 
you know, you're looking at this big bout of straw behind the combine. The later the sowing is, and as a guy said to me one day, you could ride a bike through that April sowing stuff and you wouldn't leave a track behind you. And it's the truth. So we're seeing a range from like the very high, like four and a quarter, 4.4 for some of the very early sown spring barley. Fantastic. And everybody said, wow, this is going to be amazing. As you moved into that kind of 20th of March stuff, more like 3.3, 3.4, bit like what, what Connor was saying there and, and, and John up in the Northeast, kind of a good average, you'd be very happy with it. Then that April sown stuff, um, a couple of the guys that are doing non-inversion as well, where the ground was slow to, to, to dry out and they were, you know, they, they were they, it was later for them again. And they kind of got hit in the double whammy then, but some of them crops were very thin. And when they got going, they just shot straight through the tillering phase and they stayed thin. Quality really good, but like you're, you, you, you'll be dipping under the tree there for some of those crops. Right. So it's a big, okay. big range. And in terms of wheat, any reports of wheat yields down there yet? We're very slow on the wheat, um, and but you know what's coming in. I I, I would I, I think that weather might have affected the wheat in this area. Like it's going to be good. Like there's going to be very good fours, but I don't know if we're going to see many of the fives or that kind of stuff. You know, and uh, yeah, just yeah, you, you'd be you'd be kind of hopeful that that the wheat is going to do well, but I I don't think. Um, I, I think, look, at, it's very rare in this area that, or in any area where you have good yields and good price. So I'd say good, lads are happy enough. The thing now is there's less talk about yield at the moment and quality and everything. The whole talk is about getting it into the shed. You know, it's a very catchy harvest and, and a lot to play for. Yeah, which kind of brings me on to, to and the next question I was going to ask you about are there any issues out there in terms of lodging sprouting yet or are there any varieties that are sticking out in your mind that have done particularly well this year, do you think? Well, the, 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 one, thing I, yeah, the one thing I would say here, in the, and, and maybe the lads will come in on this as well, because I had kind of said Cassia, I had confined it to the, to the back in the dock as such, you know, we're finished with that. And, and it's the variety, I, I, I don't know. And I, you know, you should be nearly saying, God, you shouldn't really be sowing that because it's disease prone and everything and the whole lot. But you have the good year and it does the business, you know, and it just seemed to have, you know, like, and we have Belfry, which as a six row did brilliant. Um, Craft, which is the malt one, did really, really well in the area. Um, and the casting and, and, and Valerie did well. But like for something that was parked up, next thing all of a sudden it comes out and just the quality was off the chart and brilliant straw and yeah so that that, that was a bit of a a kind of a maybe I shouldn't it shouldn't have been so shocked but yeah it kind of for a variety that was slipping off the edge um yeah just re really that was a bit of a surprise uh, and in terms of any issues out there is, uh, is there much problems with lodging or some of the six rows got a bit hairy there coming towards the end of it, like, you know, of the winter barley. I don't know what the lads were finding up in the areas, but yeah, it was just, I, I tell you what was happening was it, it, it was leaned over. And as you were driving into it with the combine, do, do you know that the kind of gap at the side and under the reel, it was nearly like you were dragging half the field, which if you got into a kind of a, a sway of stuff lying in one area, like, you know, so it was hard old cutting like you wouldn't you know 
you'd want a fair machine now to be doing four or four and a half kilometers an hour, you know, like it just, you had to go easy and that was it, but big amounts of straw um, and, 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 and great yields and everything. So you don't mind it too much, but yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing as well is we had a cold period when the turple went on on the winter barley. And in some cases, because there were very low crops, some crops didn't get turple at all. And, they just seemed to bounce back. There was a little bit of a bounce back then afterwards, and some of the crops got quite tall and, and, and leggy in themselves, and they did sit over a bit. But in general, harvesting conditions have been very good. And, and as I say, that's not really the talking point. Yeah. It's a catchy nature yeah. of the harvest. Well, just yeah. Them in. Yeah. One of the things that was new in this area before we move on to the straw scheme was uh, Joyu and BYDV and the whole like we saw no BYDV this year but the, you know a couple of years ago it was the big talking point because it definitely hit winter barley um, nationally and definitely in this area but Joyu there was a bit more of it around this area this year and I, I was looking at a couple of crops of it and it seemed we had about I think in April about 20 kind of severe frosts and there was a few blank grains in it and, and uh, you know, and I hadn't seen it down in Kildalton the day we were down there, but definitely was more pronounced up in this area and the frost must have just hit it at flowering or whatever. So there was quite a few little gra grains gone that, 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 that hadn't fertilized. The heads looked a bit short as well, you know, and, and like what, what John was saying there, some of them looked a bit thin as well. And look at the jury was out until the combine arrived in the field. And uh, yeah, it just, it has done well. And, and there was one crop I was following that it, specifically now, it was in a good slot in the rotation and, and, and Connor has mentioned that already and the value of that, but this was uh, first winter barley and it was cut between 12 and 15% moisture, 62 to 65 KPH, which was fantastic. And it did 4.8 tons to the acre. And the straw, there was eight, eight by four by trees, which is, you know, 16 round bales of straw. So Joyu, and I asked that man, you know, because I kind of got the feeling, would you grow it again? And he was kind yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. The seed order's gone in, you know. And it's really because, now he sowed that uh, um, very early days, September, you know, like, which he was saying, you know, look, at, he wouldn't even dream of, you know, middle of October for everything else, but he just had a slot for this and take all wasn't to be an issue. So I, one thing I would say is where lads have a first something where take all is not going to be an issue and they're worried about BYDV, people will look at this joy you now. It's a, it's a, it's that's something a, that's, that's, really that's, option, that's, yeah. that's there, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, down your country, Connor, I was down your way a while ago and I saw quite a bit of spring barley leaning over is has it lodged or has it managed to stay standing or is there any other issues any other crops down there um there's been very very small amounts of lodging nowhere near uh the same as last year thankfully but uh i'd say some crops maybe if there were five to ten percent lodged is about as much similar to winter wheat there's a very small percentage of that after going down but in terms of uh in terms of sprouting um there seems to be no issue yet that uh any crops that were gone down a small bit were kind of the earlier ones to be cut. Right, okay. So um, there was no real issue with sprouting, but uh, as I said already, grain quality on the winter wheat and spring barley has been has been excellent to date. Um, so, yeah, so there's no issues with sprouting then, really? No. And has there, been any, and has there been any, sorry, has there been any varieties that have stood out in your mind 
that guys yeah, are kind of very happy with. I suppose, yeah, um, similar similar to to Kieran there in Wexford, some of the new um, some of the newer uh, two row varieties, the likes of um, Valerie and LG Hastings, um, have performed quite well. They seem to have yielded very well, grain quality excellent, and and also um, good volume of straw. And um, I suppose look, you, you you still have your 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 six rows there with Bel- uh, Belfry and, and Bazooka, which which have both yield, yield, yielded quite well. And up your area, John, anything that stands out in your mind up there that guys should be looking out for for next year in terms of varieties and that? Um, no, similar similar to the buys. Um, casting casting seems to have done well, and I know I have seen maybe areas maybe her her castings maybe was affected by the frost earlier on, and despite that, it it done well, um, which I which was a surprise I suppose to see to see. Um, probably the lodging there wasn't big issues with lodging on winter barley but as Kieran was saying the two rows or versus the six rows the six rows definitely bazooka um, especially maybe it got an extra bit of nitrogen or, or maybe a lack of, of bro regular because of the cold definitely it went down alright in places um, you know but other than that they were, they were fine um, I know I'd see the rapes similar as well you know I mean maybe some of the backward crops there was a small little bit of lodging there where they just kind of more fell over more so than anything else but it wasn't seemed to be an issue at, at harvest time um, you know the weeds in general done fairly well now this up, up this way I suppose maybe going forward looking at wheat you're probably really looking at, at varieties that's, that's going to resist to rust I know the, the northeast would be a lot of rust and I suppose that seemed to be more north Dublin maybe than loud but then maybe that might be down some of some of those down to the selection of varieties, and maybe somewhere guys maybe had like JB Diego, um, or Bennington we had rust like whereas um, some of the others there the Conross or, or the Graham or Costello seemed to be very good, um, and even the Graham Graham done well this year is doing well this year looks well at the minute anyway I suppose we we won't know till the harvest is over, um, you know the Costello earlier on I was looking a little bit thin itself. You know, just maybe just the, the vigor wasn't there, but once it got going, it seemed to, to do very well. Um, I know one issue that's cropping up is probably not maybe for next year, it's for this year that lads have spoke about there, maybe caught some lads by surprise. It's just uh, winter barley in storage, um, after the good weather and the heat of the barley going in, it seems to be a bit of attack, an issue there trying to keep it um, from heating. You know, guys are keeping air on it there the whole time, and they're probably maybe caught guys by surprise because of the good weather. Um, so I know that that is an issue there currently. There with a few lads that are trying to just keep air on it, just to keep the the, the temperature down. Well, look at the guys. One of the one of the talking points over the last couple of months has been the impact of the strong cooperation scheme on straw demand in the different areas. So, John, I suppose starting with you, you're probably the closest to most of the markets up there. What way have straw yields been, and has there been much of a uh, an increased demand on the, on the back of the strong cooperation scheme? Do you think? Yeah, there has there has been an increased demand, and I suppose um, straw yields have been good. Like, I mean, lads are looking at maybe twelve up to fourteen bales, round bales, maybe up to sixteen bales an acre. And I know straw has been bad. Like, been there, or the straw has the um, the, the yields are good, but um, the demand is there. Um, I suppose prices are up around twenty euro a bale, um, for a four by four round bale. Um, of course, being near allowed near be near the markets, it's that shorter of a draw, so it's probably going to be easy pickings for anyone coming down and getting getting loads from loud. Um, you know, barley straw was looking very good, like it was golden, like you mean just to drive the roads, like anyone buying straw, like that's what they wanted, like means so they're going to be definitely trying to pick out that as 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 their first purchase of straw. You know, and um, just just looking at that 
gold, lovely golden colour that you'd have. You know, maybe things might maybe slacken back a little bit now. Maybe when we get into maybe um, spring barley straw or that, you know. Yeah, so it should be good. Should be an ample supply of it around. Should be an ample supply. Like the other thing that's probably going to drive drive prices a little bit as well is I know maybe on, on wheat and straw side of that is, is is the the mushroom side of the house. You know, for composting because of of scarcity there maybe for for um of peat moss and that they're looking at straw and it, it it has been an issue there this year that I know talking to a few farmers they managed to sell maybe uh, bales of straw that's had there for a couple of years, um even even round bales going for the mushroom side of things. Okay, okay. And Connor, what way is it down your neck of the woods? Is have yields of straw held up, uh, and has the demand increased, or is it is it much the same as normal? Do you think? Um, yeah. In terms of the winter ready shade, there's, there's been um, there's been a very good demand. As John said, straw quality was excellent. It was baled in a, a baled in very good condition, and um, they didn't stay on the fields for too long. They were they were snapped up fairly quick. Um, somewhere in the region between twelve to sixteen of your standard four by four round bales, and um, probably straw yields probably. Back a small bit on previous years where people would have been getting higher straw volumes off some of the the high the, the six rows and the hybrid barley, but back a small bit, but still um still good quality golden straw. Um I suppose look um in south of the county there where I suppose to be uh um probably more tillage, probably going from somewhere between 16 to 20 euro for a round bale out of the field, and say in, in North Tipperary then closer to the west of Ireland, you're probably looking at kind of anything from 20 to 25 euro for your round bale out of the field, which is which is which is good. Um, uh, in terms of spring barley and winter oat and straw, there's a lot of that on the ground at the minute that hopefully the, the fine weather that they're given next week will give lads a chance to get a lot of that bale. But um from talking to a lot of farms, a lot of that straw is is is, is sold, sold out of the field already once they have it baled. So there has been good good demand for a straw um, to date and um i suppose the straw quality has been has been very good um in terms of the strong cooperation scheme there was there was good uptake in tipperary especially for say oaten straw and 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 uh, and i rape straw so um it's not going to have a miss, massive impact on on your barley or wheat and straw but there's there's um there has it has definitely pushed on the the demand for for straw okay and kieran um, wexford is traditionally a county that doesn't see huge demand for straw. What's it like this year down there? Yeah, and, and as John said, he's closest to the market. We're the furthest away from the market. But um, on the straw incorporation measure, as Connor mentioned there, we had very high uptake on it uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we've a lot of, you know, long-term tillage ground that's receiving no organic matter, you know, and when the scheme came along, people kind of jumped at it and uh, particularly people as well with the tree crop rule that had started a rotation on the farm. So it was great, <clears throat> great that oilseed rape was, was in the scheme. Virtually all the oilseed rape I'd have on my books went into the, into the scheme. Um, as I said to you, we, we, we've seen oats come in as well and virtually all the oats is, is being chopped as well. Um, some of the wheat and straw, um, but the mushroom, is a good market and, and they were active, both farmers and, and the mushroom buyers. Um, so that, that, you know, to a lesser degree. And most of the spring barley straw has been baled and being sold. And what I would say is that the, the strong corporation measure, I don't think it has driven prices. What it has done though is focused deals. Buyers are more active. They're, they're not leaving it on the long finger. They're going, going out. And in fairness, 
I think a lot of the tillage farmers kind of recognized that, you know, if I have a good buyer and someone that's there every year, I'm going to look after that person. And there was a lot of that. And, and, and in fairness, I'd have to say that it was great that the scheme came along. Not an easy thing to bring in a straw chopping scheme uh, open to such a wide range of, of, of straw and still it, it managed to work. So uh, now the big thing I'd say as well, and I was delighted with it was tillage farmers want to support it. They'd like to see it again. And I've had very few people that have opted to come out of it. Uh, one where there was a genuine case of, of just miscommunication and, and the person needed the straw. And it was very early doors when this was taken out. But when they're committed, one lad said to me, my straw is sold, it's sold to the department. You know, and 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 it stuck to it in fairness. So, yeah, look at it; it's it, 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 it's great. But similar to the lads, um, deals being done, straw on the ledge sold at fifteen euros a bale, three euros to bale at eighteen euros a bale. You might get to twenty, but like eighteen to twenty for a standard four by four. Similar kind of yields to what the lads are saying there, and little bit variable on 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 the winter barley as well. I'd say, like what Connor was saying there, yields back a little bit, but uh, yeah. But look, they're 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 happy enough. Um, I know I'm like a broken record. If they could get it cut now, it'd be great. great. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Listen, guys, we're going to leave it at that. Listen, thanks, thanks for your time. Thanks, Connor. Thanks, Kieran, and thanks, John, for taking the time today. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. So that's it for the Tilly Judge, and my thanks to Connor, to Kieran, and to John for their reports from around the country. As the harvest is in full swing, remember to keep safety at the top of your agenda and to make sure that everybody on the farm is kept safe during this busy period. So don't forget, if you like this podcast, then recommend it to a friend or colleague. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And for further information, log on to chagas.ie. I'm Shay Phelan, thanks for listening, and I'll be back again next week with more Tillage news and advice.